Hello everybody and you're welcome, welcome, welcome to another exciting episode of the Coffee and Beans podcast. Thank you everyone for the mentions, thank you for the feedback, thank you for the follows on our social media platforms, thank you for the listens. Um, we are more than honoured that you take time to listen to us week in, week out. Thank you for those that um, sent messages that were encouraged by our, our last episode. Um, we're encouraged also to, to do more. Um, please don't stop listening please don't stop um, sub- sub- subscribing um, we would have many more platforms available for for us to um, listen to um, thank you once again thank you thank you on today's episode I have a good friend of mine a colleague and uh, a fellow fashion entrepreneur Mr. Basi Ubaha um, Mr. Basi Ubaha is, is an entrepreneur and the creative head at Deck 7 Enterprises a premium clothing brand He's also the founder of Project Clack. Now, CLAC means Clothe the Child. Since 2014, this initiative has empowered hundreds of children in underprivileged communities across the country. Through its most recent outreach tag bags for school, over 300 kids have received durable school bags. Now, in 2015, together with Ben Bruce Foundation, Project Clack provided items for kids in Lagos, Abuja, Port Harcourt, and Bayelsa. Abasi previously worked at Silverbed Communications for over six years. He has he has been he, he, he was part of the team that worked on major events like Mobisuge Nigeria, Silverbed Man of the Year, amongst others. Now he's a talented voiceover artist. When when he starts speaking, you will know why I say he's a talented voiceover artist. He's um he's he's been a, he's, he's been a radio OAP. Um he is featured alongside um Ikeo Sakidua on Rhythm and 3.7. And he's very passionate about inspiring and motivating others, which he does through his podcast, True Yan. So he's also a fellow podcaster too. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the podcast, Mr. Bassi. Uh, the pleasure is mine, Shola. <laughs> <laughs> My big brother in the industry. <laughs> how, how now? How you doing? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. It's um, after many postponements, we are here. Yeah, I think it was just it was one, one, almost one, 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 In fact, today almost didn't happen, but exactly. you know, we thank God that that it did. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thanks, man. I mean, I'm, I am, uh, I'm very fascinated about what you do with um, Clark Project Clark, um, and I just want want us to, I just want to um, ask what, how did how did that come about? Especially as you don't have a child yet. yet. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. I was waiting for you to say it. <laughs> you do have a child, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, but you, you find out that a lot of people will say, "Oh." Anyways, let, let me let me get let me let me hear from you. Why, why Project Clark? Why why, why is that? Why is that passion? Why 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 did that become a passion for you? Okay, I think um, early, like in my uni days, I still always been involved with um, projects that surround empowering children i remember there's this time in uh, i think my final year we had to bring kids from different parts of delta states and then we started celebrating then we used to call it celebrate orphans but we started we changed the name at that point to celebrate heroes so that thing has always been in me and i remember um working on the island i used to work at vi mm-hmm. and then going um going home every time you know, being in traffic, if you're in, if you're in Lagosian, you know that when you're in traffic, you see different things that mm-hmm. are on sale. Yeah. People are running with um, different, brands, different brands, exactly, yeah. just trying to sell, stuff, exactly, yeah. plantain chips and all of that. And what used to get me was seeing kids that are supposed to be maybe at home resting after a long day from school 
or probably they didn't even go to school, but they are selling on the road. And I used to ask myself, like, I had a, um, I would say as a child, I was not doing that, so to say. Do yeah. you understand? I, I, I didn't have to do that. But seeing them do it, it just, there was this burden in my heart. And I was like, Basi, what can you do to help? You might not be able to solve the whole problem, but in your own way, how can you ensure that at least these kids, even the ones that are in school, how do you um, make sure that at least they have something like good school bag? Because most of these kids, you see them carry, like the ones that go to school, you see them carrying, they put their school books in um, yeah, polythene, polythene bags, bags and all of yes. that. And that one probably lasts for like a day because me and you know how kids can be. Yeah. It can be very, very rough. Yeah, do you yeah. understand? So that on its own, this was sometime in 2014. So that just... It was just, it just became a part of me. Like I have to do something about it in my right. own little way. Yeah, I mean, so so how's it? How has how has it? How has it developed into um, where you've you? Because I I mean I saw I saw the the one you did last was it last year or two years ago, mm-hmm. and it looked like it was it, it had it had really grown to be um, to be something f- formidable. So how how have you been able to keep that consistency year in year out? Have you been with, 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 are you are you partnering with other brands? Are you are you partnering with is Project Clark an NGO yet? Okay, so I we call Project Clark the heartbeat of Deck Seven, right? So meaning that um, people will call it a CSR, but I call it a Siamese twins. Like right. one cannot function without the without other. the other. Yeah. So um, back to your question, asking how we have been able to do it over the years. And one of the things that <laughs> I remember starting off, uh, I used to hear comments like, "Have you finished eating?" That you are giving out. <laughs> yeah, giving out. Yeah. You never shop finished. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you have not finished eating, and you are giving out. Um, Food Stop to and, and, items and, to people. and items, yeah. But one thing I used to always tell myself is that if you do not discipline yourself to do something at the early stage, when you are a multi-billionaire, mm. it will still be hard for you to do it. Yeah. But if in your with your maybe hundred k, you can pull out twenty k to do something. When you have a hundred million, it won't be hard to pull out twenty million. Right. Very true. Very so true. for me, the the first um, the first um, outreach we had in 2014. It was self-funded. It just, I think a friend of mine and one other person that came with other items, but I literally emptied my pocket to ensure that it's, it's, it starts. Do you understand? Yeah. So I think for me, the first thing is whatever um, vision you have, if you are not able to put your money down mm-hmm. first, forget it. Do you understand? Okay, so how was, how, I mean, clearly Clark is, has moved beyond clothes. Yeah. You do other things that like food do you do do you do medical no not, interventions not, yet, yet? not yet but is that is that in view yes okay so um let me just quickly touch on what clack is yeah. so clothe a child clothe a child clac yes. clac yeah. yeah so it's um when you say clothe clothing is literally um covering someone's shame oh right do you understand right, so right. but because we're in the fashion, fashion space, space yeah that just you, you <laughs> just, just use you, that you just use that yeah, yeah do you understand yeah, so yeah. if someone is um someone is not educated you clothe the person's um, shame or that's part of the person by educating the person. So that's in its that it's clothing. An, it's an, it's is an all you understand? Word. Yeah. So, okay. but being able to um, grow it now, continue with your question. Being able to uh, to grow it over the years is um, when people see people want to jump on a moving train. True. Do you understand? They want to jump on something that's moving. Mm-hmm. So, like. Um, when we started off, like I said, the first um, initiative, or rather the first outreach was literally me and one of my very good friends that started. And then a couple of, the next one, more people wanted to be part of it. 
were asking, oh, how can I be a part of it? And that's how um, Ben Bruce Foundation right. contacted Contact us. That said, okay, can we do something together? Can you guys um, do something for our kids in Bielsa? In, um, they have like, I think, four locations. So that's how they came on board. Or rather, they contacted us and then we did something together. Wow. Anyways, I just, I've been meaning to ask that. So um, um, and thank you for um, um, clarifying that. Of course, at the end of the pod, um, for people who want to be part of Project Clark, you drop, um, you can share your details and we would. So I want to talk, uh, I want, I want, to, I want to, to, to delve into your journey as an entrepreneur. Um, how did you find yourself in, how did, how did, how did your, your journey as a fashion entrepreneur start? Okay, um, so my journey as a fashion entrepreneur was is my mom is a fashion designer. Let me start from there. Okay. So as kids, we come back from school, go to mom's shop, <laughs> and then we carry all the materials on the floor, tie our head like uh, to pack and be feeling fly, tie your waist. It, it just looked like masquerades. <laughs> so I think that was where the interest started from. And um, over the years, like, okay, fast forward to uni, I started noticing that a lot of people liked what I used to wear. Because I was a designer freak. If it's not a designer, designer outfit, outfits. I'm not wearing it. Yeah. Do you understand? So I used to spend most of my money buying <laughs> stuff like that. I like to see the um, Ralph Lauren um, symbol or whatever mm-hmm. brand it is I, I, I like. So, and there's a lot of friends, a lot of people used to say, Oh, I like what you're wearing. Um, and I started noticing that my friends, this is no kidding, it's, a lot of my friends started dressing like me. If I roll up my sleeves up to this level, uh-uh, yeah, I'm serious, like that kind of thing <laughs> at that time. So it was, it was really funny. And Seeing how um, people were 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 um, looking at my style, so to say, and they wanted to be to wanted to dress in that manner, mm-hmm. it just prompted me to say, "Hey, there's a business opportunity here." Right? Do you understand? And then, obviously, I went. Uh, um, I tried to start. So this journey of starting. <laughs> Should I go into that journey? No, let's let's let's. I mean, that, that's why that's why we are here now. Let's 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 go into. Give us give us the short and abridged version. Okay, so the journey of starting is, I know it's scary, and it was scary for me for for like a while. When I say scary, you know how you are thinking: Should I start today? Should I start tomorrow? Should I start today? Should I start tomorrow? When you say when you say when you say starting, like, did you have an eureka moment that I want to? This is what I want to do as a career path, or you were doing something before. You were, the, the 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 fashion business was was the side hustle, and then starting as a full blown business. Which which kindly define the starting you're talking about? Okay, so um, you know how you read motivational books, and then you just want to run. <laughs> so I was just looking around, like what what am I passionate about? Uh, obviously, I'm passionate about like media production mm-hmm. and all of that. So I, the other um, very obvious thing was fashion. Yeah. So I was just like. There you go. That's it. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? So that was like um, a like the light bulb moment for right. me that okay, I'm passionate about fashion. So how do I grow a fashion brand? So the um, the starting point for me was I think I was home. I was home one day. I was just sitting down. I was very uncomfortable, and then I just said, let me just go to the market and just buy fabric and just look for someone that will put it together, put a design together for you. Yes, for wow. me. So that was it. And mind you, the first one. I, I made because I had people in mind. I think most fashion designers, when you're making clothes, especially <laughs> if you're making ready to wear, you are looking at, oh, who is going to buy Who's going to buy this? This person is this, my, this person, this person, this, this, yeah. my brother. I hit, when you say, um, <laughs> I hit the nail on the head, but I did not um, arrive at my destination, meaning that by the time I made them, they were too small for the people I had in mind. Oh. Do you understand? 
And then I had to, um, at the point, I had to start giving those outfits out. I gave everything out. And I remember I sat down in my room and my mom walked and said, what's wrong with you? I said, this business thing, I'm not sure it's for me. She said, no, that's business. So you have to pick yourself back up. And if, if, you're, if it's truly your calling, you do it again. And then and I had to ask, like reassess my decision. The kind of design I put out before was yeah. just plain. So I said, okay, Bas, you're a creative person. You can't just put out this, um, the same thing that everyone else is doing and expect, and expect, to stand and out. expect it to stand out. So I said, okay, so I designed one this time, not plenty, I just designed one. And I wore it. As soon as I entered my hostel then in school, I remember my friends were upstairs. They're like, they're just hailing me. You know how they say, Ubaha. <laughs> they're hailing me. I was like, ah. And then when I went upstairs, my friend was like, bro, I love your shirt. <laughs> so they were now looking for the tag. Is it, they're calling different brands. I'm like, this is not, this is Deck 7. They're, they're looking around like, this is my own stuff. They're like, no, that this, that it's, too, it's too neat that they like it. And there and then in my head, I'm like, oh, I've got you guys. So this is what you guys like, Abby. We'll, I'll, I'll come back. <laughs> exactly. So that's more like. Um, I mean, I know, I know the story, but quickly, quickly tell us how the name Deck 7 came about. Um, okay, so I had a couple of names in mind. I remember then I was thinking, you know how you want to have this maybe Spanish, Sophisticated French. Uh, One time, I, the first thing I thought <laughs> of then was La Mode. <laughs> Only for me to check the internet, I just saw La Mode everywhere. And I'm like, no, that's not it. And... I just had this um, thing in my spirit telling me that the name is about, there's something about you that is the is name. Is the name. So this um, deck seven is actually December 7th. Yes. My birthday. So I was looking at it, I was like, deck seven, how does it make, is it D-E-C? So I started writing it with, I remember I started writing with like a pencil. And when I, when I knew that this was the name, I quickly just told my, my under the barrister, please, I want to register. Please, I want to register. He said, no, give me other names. I said, no, <laughs> this name, nobody has it. Do you understand? And then that was how the name um, came about. So how has how has um, um, inspiration? How how has how has how have you how have you stayed stayed inspired through the process? When did when did when did that the, that that time when you started? What year was that? That was in two thousand and nine. Okay, so from two thousand and nine till now, how have you stayed? How have you stayed inspired? Because I know that you're constantly evolving. Um, now you you gone you've delved into spots where yeah like you're constantly evolving so how has have you how has have you have you how have you stayed inspired what how do you how do you source inspiration that keeps you fresh okay. through the years okay so um uh my okay mind you after um, i started in 20, in 2009 that was like literally almost final year final year yeah. what school was that what's what, what state university that, 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 Abraka, Abraka, yes. okay. so by the time i was done I, I I was doing like just this thing that I enjoyed that was bringing money, money. to, and I was losing money too. That, yes, people will not. <laughs> I was losing money and I was making money, but when I um, moved to Lagos in 2012, I I sort of put it to the side for like a couple of years because I was now working like a um, regular nine to five. So one of the things that has kept me inspired is I love to read. Hmm. I I I enjoy reading. Mind you, I didn't like school books. So I used to think that was a problem. But I, for the first, the first time I picked up a book, so I had this uncle then that used to, whenever he comes from Yankee, uh, from Yankee he would come with books. And I'm like, this man will buy plenty shirts. Or rather, a few shirts and plenty, plenty books. books. What am I using all these books to so, do? So what, 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 what kind of books? Fiction? Um, 
um, biographies? What kind of books? Okay, the first, um, I remember the first book I read that I enjoyed was Golden Apples. I'm trying to remember, I think Bill Collin, Golden Apples. So it's it's not fiction, it's typical motivational. It's someone's story. Oh, right, right, yeah, right. So um, it's, it's literally how like he started his own journey, journey. as an entrepreneur. So okay. that kind of book. And then um, I also read spiritual books. Right. Because whether you like it or not, there is this, um, I know, we know as people that you have to sort out some things first before you come physically, physically. to start manifesting. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's a good, it's a, it's a, it's a good thing you have, um, you have um, talked about that because I want us to expand on that. As a business person, um, how has the journey of faith been, been relevant to you as a person, not just for yourself as a fashion entrepreneur, but also as a social entre- entrepreneur with your work with Project Clark and um, working with, working, doing, doing, that, doing um, um, interventions. How has, how has that journey of, of faith, how, how important is it or has it been for you as a person? Um, 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 like I said, being you being a fashion and a social entrepreneur. Okay. Um, so um, one of the things that I've always um, that always crosses my mind is the fact that as people we are not we are not independent, we are interdependent. What do I mean? We are having this podcast. It's interesting because it's both of us. Yes. If it was just you. You you can you can have a good conversation with yourself, but it will be more interesting, more interesting when there's another when person, there's another person yeah. there. Do you understand? So, yeah. if once I um, started noticing that, hey, you can't just do things on your own. Do you understand? You have to. Um, there is, like, you just have to sort of like expand. Do you understand? And then, as an individual, I started thinking of, okay, how do I, um, how do I fully, um, will I say manifest as a, as a person? Because the truth is, it's easy to be inspired, but to be consistent, it yes. takes. It's, it's where the challenge. That's lies. where the challenge is. Yes. So for me, as as a person, being able, knowing first of all that my life is, I have to create. I have to add value. Do you understand? I have to yeah. add value. Do you understand? I have to give what has been deposited, deposited in me. Yeah. The story of the talent. That's one of my favorite stories. Five talent, two, one. We all know this story. Yeah. And then the person that had one didn't think that was good enough and then buried it. So I, I used to always tell myself, I want to use all that all has been deposited in me. Do you understand? So even if growth and um, expansion is very, it's painful. Do you understand? Meaning that you, there are things that you have to do that are not convenient at that point, but you know that it's integral for you as a person to evolve, to manifest. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? So um, being able to, when people ask, like, how are you able to do all these things? Exactly. I just keep saying, like, when you buy a Ferrari, you don't ask the Ferrari how he's able to move that fast. Do you understand? Mm. God has created you the way he created you. And he knows, once you start knowing um, what you can do, to you, to be simple, but to others, it to look like a chore. Wow. Do you understand? Yeah. Like, oh, this is a, how is he even doing all of these things? Do you understand? So for me, just knowing um, um, who I am as a person and how do I know or how do you know who you are? You have to, you have to explore. You have to read a lot. You have to um, um, stay inspired. What, like I said, one of the things that makes me stay inspired is reading and having conversations like this with intelligent minds yeah. that would prick your brain. And then once your brain is excited, you start seeing things from a different perspective. You start seeing, oh, I can do this. Oh, I can do that. Do you understand? And then it just becomes normal. So like merging the uh, life of a social uh, entrepreneur, entrepreneur, it would come rather easy. 
Do you understand? I would say it would come rather easy. Yes, there are challenges to it, but it's a no-brainer for me. I can't do. I cannot be someone, someone else. else. Exactly. Okay. So, so um, um, the, the, my my follow-up question will be: you you had you had touched on it earlier. How do you how do you cope with the down times? How do you how do you how do you sort of pick yourself up in those times where you tell yourself, "Nah, I don't think I want to." Okay, first of all, are there times when you tell yourself, "My that? brother, yes." <laughs> Let's know for which one of them. You know, you, okay. you like I said you, 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 tell, you, you are you are in both worlds: the, okay. the fashion, the, fa- the fashion space, and the social space. space. So, in in which of them do you get? Will I say? Would you get more 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 pushbacks, more more discouragements in? Okay, so I said something earlier that Project Clark and Dex Seven, they are same as So when I notice I'm doing one more. When I notice I'm doing business more, I start feeling like there's something missing. Mm. Do you understand? So I know that we have to do Project Clark. So that's one of the beautiful things about entrepreneurship is knowing um, it's like a child. For instance, um, parents will tell you, your dad, that you don't raise two kids the same the way. The same way, yeah. Do you understand? So knowing that your business, knowing what your business needs is very important. Do you understand? So that you know how to manage the ups and the downs. So whenever I'm like doing business and I notice how is this business impacting people? Do you understand? Mm-hmm. The first thing that comes to my mind is, hey, what's up with Project Clark this year? What are we doing for Project Clark? Do you understand? So that's how I sort of balance it. But if I want to sort of expand your question or expand my answer, um, I remember one particular time, I think it was 2020. We know how 2020 was. Everybody was like, <laughs> oh my days, what's going to happen? Is it like the apocalypse and all of that? And then I started thinking as a brand, how do we evolve from being where we are? Because at, at that point, I, I was just thinking like, how do we evolve as a brand? And one of the first things that came to my, um, after, because I normally have uh, long walks. Oh yeah. And reflect so that the body will cool down. And then, one of the one of the things that I received in my spirit was add value, mm. keep adding value, keep adding value. So that was what breathed our new that collection, our new collection of sports. Yeah. So I think I want you to <laughs> well, also introduce me to that topic, <laughs> so I don't go go down. Okay. My yes. Own. Yes. So uh, um, 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 that was going to be my second follow up so, question, but let, okay. let me let me let me bring that home. Um, how did so so um, um Basi Basi and Dex Seven have a totally they went left with this um, with a sportswear brand, and for 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 somebody who did corporate wears, yes, corporate wears, um, smart casuals. How did the inspiration, which which still boils down to part of the inspiration, like how did the inspiration for refuel? That's the name of the of the, of collection. the, of the yeah. collection. Yeah, refuel. How did refuel come about? Because, like I said, it's 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 like somebody who. <laughs> Interstitial last face. It's like somebody who makes, who sells food, and they say, "Oh, we do upscale dining, fine dining," and then the next thing you say, you are selling fruits. Fruits, yeah. <laughs> so, and how are you sure? How are you so sure? Because apparently, it's a very, it's a very successful. It's been a very successful collection. How did you know? Did it was it a question of demand? Oh, somebody asked for sports when I just saw a need, or you? Or, so, so, how did you get the inspiration to to? To, to do the referral collection. Okay, so um, I want to give like a bit of a, a short, very short background story. Um, I said something about knowing the kind of child you have, knowing yeah. the kind of child you carry. So when I started Deck 7, what we used to normally do is we'll make the clothes, it was ready to wear. Right. 
that was that was that's the vision ready to wear. So, but I noticed that after a while, I started moving more into made to measure. Made to measure, yeah. So I noticed I was finding it a bit difficult with made to measure because in my head, it wasn't adding up. I was doing it; it was okay. I was making money from it, but I'm like, there's just something different about this. And then the Holy Spirit started reminding me, this is not how this child is. Hmm. This is not how this child should be raised. Do you understand? You have to know that this child is a ready-to-wear brand. brand. Do you understand? And then I started thinking more of, okay, how do we do it? And then, like I said, um, throughout all those my long walks, I was just asking, okay, like, God, what do we do? Like, what's, what's the plan? Since it's ready-to-wear, how do we go about it? And then it was just a case of add value. Add value. Don't think about making money. Think about adding, adding value. value. Think about adding value. I said, okay, that's 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 pretty good. So, um, I noticed that a lot of a lot of people. Okay, so the the collection we're going to release was not um, refer, not the X seven refer. There was another collection we we're working on. So I had the conversation, had multiple conversations with my friend, um, worked on the draft, the um, the, the communication the strategy, everything. It was good, and then they gave us the price for. What we needed to, the, and I said, I, I, I said, this, this, this thing is so much. Do you understand? <laughs> we have not put the cloth out there. Like we are not done a prototype, the, the product, of the, yeah. and then we are spending that much. So I just said, um, I told her, I said, chill. Let me go and think again. I'll come back with another collection. Right. It was a confidence for me because the way I said, I was just in my mind, I was like, okay, where, where is the collection? Where, where, where is the? <laughs> Do you understand? <laughs> we have one in front of us. You are saying you have to go and think about another one. And then I go back, I started thinking, started um, brooding over ideas, and then the X7 Refor came up. And there and then, you know how, so when people say, when you, I don't know how it works for other people, but when I get an inspiration, I sort of see, even down to the font, I see every, like I see mm. it, how it should look. Do you understand? It might not be the whole picture, but the basics, the, 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 the basic structure of the collection mm-hmm. I I, saw, I, would, I noticed that I knew the kind of fonts the it font. needed. I knew the kind of logo. The logo, yeah. As soon as it, it came to my, I just carried. Logo. Yes, I just carried my. Um, the, the most secular thing I could find was my. Uh, what's it called? Body spray yeah, cover. The cover. So I just started sketching it before. So I told I told my friend. I said we have there's a collection. She said, Oh, okay. Tell me about it. By the time I talked to her, but she was like, Bassi, how did you get all these ideas? So that period just made me know that I was on the right path. Because the 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 uh, not the vision the um, the course our course had sort of gone back to how it's supposed to yeah. be, meaning we are supposed to be a ready to wear brand. brand. Do you understand? So from then on, it was I, there were slight challenges, but knowing that this is the collection I'm supposed to put out, this is like we're supposed to have ready to wear. We're supposed to be a ready to wear brand. That um, assurance made me know that whatever it is that we're putting our, our hands into is going to be successful. And it pretty much felt like people resonated with the tagline from fear to faith. Yes, from fear to faith. From from fear to 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 faith. Tell us more about that. Like, how, how did how did that concept? I know you've given us like a broad um, um, synopsis as to, but how how did how did thinking about from fear to faith lead you into doing something that into like a collection that people could easily resonate with. I know that there's a lot of worry, fear out there. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so how so how, how were you able to... So what gave you that confidence that if I, if I did a collection around 
moving from fear to faith and put it in refuel this world it's a pop pop it will be it will pop yeah so um i remember I, I told you something about adding value yeah so that period, COVID period, a lot of people were living in fear. Yeah, uh, where, yeah. where I stay, I noticed that a lot more families were coming out with their kids to jog, to run. It was really interesting to see and yes. exciting to see yeah. um, families bond over um, exercise. And like I said, it was very colorful, especially like where I stay. Because I've seen different families mm-hmm, mm-hmm. jumping, kids running. Cars are not really moving that much because I mean, <laughs> where are you going to? It was yeah. it was literally like lockdown. Lo- lo- lockdown, yes. So I noticed that a lot of a lot of times people were just trying to. Um, bond more with their families. Do you understand? They were, they were not trying to live in fear. They were trying to have fun. Do you understand? So one of the things that plagues society now, the world now, is depression. People mm-hmm. tell you, I'm tired. I don't know what to do. Do you understand? Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's funny how it's now becoming a, 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 normal, a normal thing. thing. Do you understand? If, yeah, yeah. Let me say five years ago. Five years is too far. Four years ago, it wasn't. Nobody would tell you that. Oh, they're they're really depressed well, they and all mental, that. They have health, mental um, uh, health issues. But issues, now yeah. it's 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 more rampant, so to say. And like I said, it's it's more like a norm. So looking at it and saying, how can we add value through our collection? Mm. How can people see our collection? And they could connect with it. With it, yeah. Do you understand? So now, not just sports people. How can people in like other industries or other walks of life yeah. see our collection and they just it resonates with them? So that was the part that I, I just knew that clicked. I said you have to keep adding value. Yeah. So every collection we are putting out, mind you, there, there are a lot of other collections that we have that are we are uh, we are not ready to roll out yet. Yeah. Do you understand? But every single one of them is about adding value or telling a story. Mm. Do you understand that people can just look and say, oh, okay, this I resonate with this. Do you understand? So I think for me that's like the okay. So for that for that person, not just even in the fashion um, space, who who is telling themselves that I started, but I'm I'm out of steam. I I don't have I don't have that energy anymore to continue. I'm I'm I don't feel inspired to do to do anything. What do you what do you tell what do you what do you, what do you tell, tell 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 that person? And I would and I would um and I would also also also, also want to. Ask a follow-up question because you said Dex Seven and um, Project Clark are like CMS twins. So, um, and you mentioned you mentioned earlier that there are times when you feel you pay more attention to uh, Dex Seven, and then so um, um, how how are you able to give both of them this? Do you do you think that you know you are, you are able to give both of them the same att- 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 attention and both of them produce the same kind of impact that you? Intended them to, but let's go with the first question. What do you what do you want to tell that person who is at their wit's end? They are out of inspiration. They don't know what to do. They are burnt out. What, what do you, what do you not just even in the fashion space? Generally, that entrepreneur that has tried everything and it doesn't seem to be working. What do you what 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 do you what do you have to tell that person? Okay, um, one of the first things I guess one started is you're passionate about. Um, like say living your life, living your best life. When I say living your best life, not um, I don't mean partying, but like <laughs> yes. fully exploring. Full, full, yeah, yeah. Yes. Live life on purpose. On purpose. On, on do you purpose, understand? Yeah. So, and in that walk, people easily see the starting point, but consistency tests you differently. True. I've I've tried different things. <laughs> I have tried different things. I think I want to. I've sold hamper before. Yeah, I remember you. I've sold hamper that. before. Yeah, do you understand? Yeah. I've. Um, 
I've done uh, corporate branding. I have done, bro, like the list is on. And the thing is, sometimes you those things, you're making some so, money, yeah. but you know that there's still something. So it's, it's, it's constantly a search journey. It's an adventure. Yeah. I want to see that as an adventure that no period will last forever. Mm. It's easy to say now because you can say, oh, okay, I mean, he has found what is found working. Found his calling, yes. What is working for him. But if you don't stay, it's like a it's like a um, a mango tree, for instance, and a um, and corn. A mango tree you planted this year, you will not eat the fruit this year. But you keep seeing that this thing, like something's happening here. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. But when it's ready, that same mango tree will produce fruits. That same mango tree, the leaves are medicinal. The bark of the mango or mango tree is medicinal. Meanwhile, the the, the corn is after one is an annual after one year. So you have to know what it is you are building. Mm-hmm. Are you building something that will outlive you or you just want to make money now and move? And move yeah. Do you understand? So for that entrepreneur that um, or that person or that career person that is feeling, oh, I don't know what to do. One of the things I do personally is, like I said, I reflect and I tell my, and I speak good to myself. Hmm. Confessions are important. Yes, I speak good to myself. What I mean is, you know sometimes when you are not seeing the kind of results you want to see, it's easy to say, oh, I'm, fa- I'm a failure. Mm-hmm. This simple thing, I could not even do it right. Do you understand? Yeah. So, but me, I sometimes I try. I tell myself, "You are smart. You are creative. You have creative ideas." Because our words are powerful. Our words are so powerful. True. You might not see it manifest immediately. Immediately, yes. But over time, you start seeing that the things you have been telling yourself is actually what you are today. Mm. Do you understand? So, if you tell yourself that like, you are intelligent, you have creative ideas, you know what to do per time and per season, it might not happen immediately. But over time. Over time, it's like medicine. Someone is sick. You don't. If you take medicine now for a particular image, it doesn't just go now. But over time, consistency, telling yourself. So it's always a journey of um, self-affirmation and then also being able to be bold and try again. Because sometimes you can feel that, I mean, I've tried too many things. I've spent a lot of money. I've not seen return on investments. Why do I think this path is this for me? This path is for me, yeah. So I will go... Me, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a spiritual person. Yeah. Do you understand? I like to have alone times where I just reflect, I just meditate and ask, what is truly my purpose? Do you understand? What am I supposed to be doing? And then in those moments, you can have some flashes of things that you are, like, you are supposed to do. Do you understand? So for me, one of them is knowing that, like I said, for the brand, knowing that we are not, we are ready to we're we're brand. brand. Hmm. So that one has it has sorted, it has out. sorted out itself. So any anything anything outside that That's classification is stress. Do you yes. understand? So now when people come, oh, Jack Seven, we would like to. I said, please. <laughs> I w- so I try to. What I try to do is I said, we are no longer that brand. brand. Do you understand? So we we just try to phase out those things that are um, clogging our growth. Mm. So you have to look for what is clogging your growth. What are the things that you are doing? That you're not supposed to be doing, and who are the people that surround you? When people say, "Oh, I'm very um, conscious about my circle," some people say it's because other people are saying it. But do you actually are they really do, conscious of your they, circle? Do you understand? Are you really conscious of the kind of people that are around you? I don't mind having three good friends, but I know I was, t- I was talking to my friend um, a couple of days ago, and I, and I and I said something. I said the kind of things you tell me are the kind of things that you should stand on the podium and tell the whole a whole bunch of people. So imagine having this kind of people around you that can speak positively into your life or that can tell you their experiences. And then on your own, you pick yourself up 
or they help you or they pick you up and tell you, hey, you can't be like this. Oh, yeah, let's continue. Mm. Do you understand? So surrounding and then speaking good to yourself to really yourself. helps. Yeah. To yourself. Um, um, so um, so the, the, the second question I asked as to how, how you're able to give both both um, Project Clark and Deck 7 the same attention with the same um, pro, pro, um, produce the same kind of um, result. Year, year result. Can you just quickly um, touch on that briefly? Okay. Um, remember uh, when we started the conversation, I said it's easy to... Nobody's independent. True. We're interdependent. And I noticed that for a long time I, I was running as an independent person. I want to do this. I want to... I, I, I. But you, you notice that when you start up things, if you're not careful, you're moving here, you're moving you're here, doing, yes. and then you're not giving them equal attention. So yeah. what I started um, doing was to have people, like put a structure and have people that come on board. Do you understand? Right. Delegate other um, duties to people to say, oh, you are the one, or this person handles this. Do you understand? So if we are planning for Project Clark, for instance, I know okay, there's somebody that is thinking about what we are doing for the project, and the person is constantly calling and saying, oh, Basi, we need to do this. Do you understand? For Deck 7, I know I'm not thinking about some things I have to do, maybe production. Somebody's thinking about it. Do you understand? So for me, having... When we're growing up, you know, parents, they always tell us, um, don't do your thing by yourself. Oh. <laughs> don't involve anybody. Never anybody. And you notice the, the what that now does in societies, you see a lot of tiny businesses that don't want to collaborate. That don't want to collaborate. And yeah. then they don't grow. They don't, they don't grow, yeah. Do you understand? So, but I started thinking about it that if I do not collaborate with people, if I do not let people into what I'm doing, it will never grow. Mm. Do you understand? So one of the things or one of the uh, ways I've been able to at least give them attention is having structure, having um, people handle different responsibilities. Right. Do you understand? For Project Clark and for Deck 7. And over the years, it has worked. Do you understand? And it can only get better yeah. because the more um, creative and the more resourceful hands you have, yeah. it will help your vision. Thank you so much, Basi, for chilling with us, chilling with me. I had podcast. fun. <laughs> <laughs> I had a good time. Um, um, for for um, people who have heard of Project Clark and want to be involved, can you just tell us about um, how frequent... Or how often your in interventions and initiatives are, and where we can, um, where they can reach, reach, out, reach out to you um, for support and um, um, partnerships. Okay, so um, for now we have just one outreach annually in December. Yes, in December yeah. exactly. So um, and, and then our, our, our Instagram handle is very it's active. It's active. When I say active, meaning that we respond to messages. <laughs> messages. We, can, we might not post all the time, but like we respond to messages. So you can reach us out on Instagram. It's at Project Clark, spelled P-R-O-J-E-C-T-C-L-A-C. So that's for um, Project Clark, yeah. Are you, are you thinking of doing more? Would, are you thinking of increasing the number of times you will do... Um, I, was even, I was thinking, what, have, you, have you thought of doing back-to-school programs? Yes, we actually did um, something like that. So that's what literally, I think we did that with the back um, back for school. Back back for school. Yeah, yeah I so remember that. we we did that in December, so that when kids are going back to school in January, January. they have durable durable, <laughs> durable bags, bags, not those <laughs> funny looking bags. After one year, yeah, I mean these bags are really durable. Well, do you understand? So nice. yeah, we have, we have done back back to school. Um, initiatives before okay 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 um you can, you, can, you can also drop your handles for deck seven too okay um deck seven is at deck seven d-e-double-k-s-e-v-e-n 
And then you can also follow me if you feel like. <laughs> My handle is Basi Ubaha, spelled B-A-S-S-E-Y-U-B-A-H-A. Thank you so much, Basi. Any last words for, for our listeners out there? Yeah, for listeners out there, the journey, the road to success is very narrow. And sometimes you have to you have to be your own motivation. motivation yeah. Do you understand? Sometimes you don't have to wait for an external force to motivate you. Do, do you get? Find what works for you. And as much as possible, add value in whatever capacity you can. Add value in whatever capacity you can. Um, thank you so much, Basi Ubaha, um, fashion and social entrepreneur, for coming on this episode of the, of the podcast. Um, find us on Instagram and Twitter at Coffee Beans Pod, C O F E B E A N S P O D. We are at um, send us an send us an email, an, an email coffeebeanspod at gmail.com. My name is Adishola Balogo, and it was my pleasure hosting this podcast. Till the till, till I hear from you, or till you hear from me on next episode, drink coffee, stay inspired. <laughs>